Welcome to Limitless Chatter. My name is Shelly. With me this evening is my Limitless Ministry partner, Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Hi. And we also have with us Rio Corbin. Hi, Rio. Hey Rio's been with us before, and we, uh, we talked about mental health with her. And um, we're going to continue some conversations tonight. But before we get started, Stephanie, would you please lead us in prayer? Yes. God, we want to thank you um, again for these opportunities. I, we are so blessed that you have given us this venue to share your word. Lord, we just ask that whoever hears this message is touched by your word and it draws them closer to you. And we pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. All right, Amen. so when, as I mentioned, when Rio was with us last, we spoke about mental health and the balance of uh, living a Christian life and also maintaining, uh, keeping your, your brain and your body healthy. And then last week, Stephanie and I started talking about pride. So we thought it might be fun to mix it up a bit and combine the two talk about, um, continue our conversation on pride and also include how does that mesh with mental health? Rio, one of the questions that Stephanie and I had, um, when, you're, when you're taking care of yourself, when you're focusing on self-care, how do you keep that from becoming a prideful situation? Because, you know, when you're focus too much on yourself you're you're being too prideful so how do you make that happen without going too far yeah that's a that's such a good question and what a first question to start with <laughs> sorry did I jump in too soon <laughs> no no I'm like let's go into the deep end first <laughs> um it's so it's so hard and I find myself always coming back to the word balance um, because obviously as a Christian, you want to pour into other people and you want to, you know, your, your goal is to live a life like Jesus. And he spent so much time with people and supporting them. Um, but at the same time, like we hear that saying all the time, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so you have to be able to take that step back and recharge. Um, but like, where's the line of like, I'm taking a step back to recharge. And now I'm like spiritually isolating myself. I'm not doing the things that I'm meant to do. Um, and so I don't think there's like a, you know, hard and fast rule of like, here's the line, don't cross over it. It's, it's very much like a, you know, constantly reflecting and thinking, you know, um, I think for me, um, and I know that you guys feel it too, like, this is such a hard time of the school year, because we have one foot in, you know, this year and one foot in like starting to think about next year. And so I feel like it's so easy to hit that empty on the gas tank of our self-care. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think just really taking a step back and reflecting on like, I recognize kind of the ebbs and flows of how I feel throughout the year and um, the seasons that I go through, I can tell like, you know, when the seasons start to change, that's when I can kind of tell that I'm feeling better. Um, but then making sure that I'm balancing that with like, you know, how am I still, you know, living that Christian life of pouring into other people? Um, and that's really, it's really hard. Yeah. And boundaries are hard too. So I don't know if you guys have the, the magic <laughs> answer. I'd love to know. 
Well, oh, wow. That is so yeah. hard. Like you said, there's no hard and fast line, mm-hmm. but I do think what you said about reflecting and prayerfully reflecting, mm-hmm. um, not just because I mean, sure we can go, okay, am I doing too much or am I not doing enough or this, that, and the other, but sometimes our own perspective is even skewed. Um, so prayerfully reflecting on where you're at and whether it's enough or not enough or, right. you know, cause Holy spirit will let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, um, being able to take a step back and, and recognize like, I can tell when I'm not okay because of the way that I respond to things. Like if I'm responding in resentment or like, if somebody asks me like, Hey, can you help me with this thing? And my initial response is like, Oh, this is so inconvenient or yeah, I guess, but I have this, 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 and this, like I can check myself and think, okay, obviously you're stretching yourself too thin. You need to take a step back. But then at the same time, like, you know, the world doesn't stop spinning and people don't stop needing you. Um, so like getting really creative with finding, how do I, um, recharge myself without giving up the pieces of who I am? Right. Well, and we're called to be selfless and we're called to be servants. So that does become a difficult task. If I'm, you know, we're teachers, we serve all day. That's all. That's what we do. So by the time we get home, it's, it's really difficult to continue that service mm-hmm. um, without recharging and being, you know, being prayerful, um, which leads me to another, um, another way of being prideful is prayerlessness. So if we're trying to face the day without prayer, we're saying to God, I got this. I don't, I don't need your help today. Um, we'll be there's the cat you said yeah there's my cat (laughs) elusive cat shows up (laughs) yep she loves zoom meetings so she wanted to be part of the show that's okay we love kitties good (laughs) when we when we when we don't face our situations prayerfully then you know we're i think that's being prideful we're we're telling god we don't need Mm -hmm. him so like you right. said, when we, we need to prayerfully consider when we're looking at these situations and how do we respond and, and what should our boundaries be? And like you said, Steph, I think you're right. He'll lead us in the right direction. And I think sometimes, and, and this might be hard to hear for some people, but sometimes the Holy Spirit tells us to say no. Yeah. Um, because God tells us no. Um, and so sometimes the Holy Spirit is telling us, no, that's not, that's not appropriate for you right now, or that's not where we, where I want you right now. And, um, and so sometimes we have to say no, and that is hard, um, especially for us who are people pleasers. Right. (laughs) So, um, it's, it's important to listen to that small whisper of the spirit. Rio, you were telling us uh, right before we started recording about the book that you're reading. Mm-hmm. Would, would you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, yeah. So I'm reading, and I'll hold it up really close so you can see it. If you're listening, it's Emotionally Healthy Relationships Day by Day. So it's a 40-day 
devotion. Um, and what I really love about it is that it makes you take a step back and take a really hard look at yourself. And, you know, sometimes that can be really painful. Um, and I think Stephanie and Shelly, you mentioned that last week too, that like, you know, you're just kind of going along feeling like maybe I'm not being that prideful. And then something kind of like hits you right in the face and it's like, nope, just kidding. Um, but (laughs) what I, what I do really like about this is that it, it, you know, it, one of the things too, like you were just saying, Shelly is like that praying and making sure that you're making the time for prayer. This has a prayer written out for you, um, every day. And it makes you say these things that, you know, are really hard, but are so important when you're reflecting and trying to be a better Christian. Okay. That's good to know. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Now we'll share with the listeners if they, if they're interested in that book, it does come with others other than just the book. She was telling us that there, in order to do it properly, you have to have like a, a DVD and work yeah there's a workbook and I only got pieces of it um (laughs) I wouldn't mind um if you guys are okay reading one of the prayers just so you can kind of get a taste for what yeah please please do yeah I found this one and I thought that it really so what it does is it starts with scripture it goes into the devotional um it gives you a question to consider and then a prayer um and then after that you're supposed to sit in silence for two minutes which when we had our last chat um, I was going to get better at and have failed. So just keep working on it. <laughs> you too, Stephanie. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. We started, um, we started strong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, so I'll just kind of read, this is from week one, day two, and it's um, kind of goes through the prodigal son story. Um, but what I really like at the end of the devotion before it goes into the prayer is that it says, um, you know, this, this story offers us one of the most vivid pictures in scripture of the love of God, a love that invites us to turn to him over and over again, all day and every day. Um, and then it goes into the question and that is more of, um, it kind of goes along with the pride of like, where are we just trying to get things done or trying to do things right versus doing what God wants for us. Right. Um, and then here's, here's the prayer. Father, it is so easy for me to get lost in anger and resentment or jealousy of others, and fail to hear your voice of love calling me home. Melt away my resentments and unforgiveness toward others with your love, and free me to love others with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Wow. And I know for me, like, I'm so insecure about, like, coming up with, like, I just can't put words together in a coherent sentence by myself or with others. Uh (laughs) But I just, I really like it. It gets right to the heart of, like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I, I am an imperfect person because, you know, that's how we all are. And, you know, we're imperfect, but I'm going to call myself out and continue to work towards being more like how God wants me to be. Right. Sure. And you mentioned the prodigal son. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago and we mentioned briefly the perspective of the brother who had the prideful attitude of entitlement. He, he thought he deserved more than what his brother who ran away um he didn't he felt very prideful in that situation so that's um you know entitlement's a a big thing a lot of times we think that we don't deserve to be treated this way or we don't deserve 
to be hurt and we deserve good things. But if you think about it, God never promised us that. And as a matter of fact, he said it's going to be hard. The only thing we're entitled to is, you know, we're grace. Yeah. We're sinners. The only reason. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from, apart from him, we, we don't deserve anything. So. Really? And I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Go ahead. You you know how my thoughts just pop out sometimes. (laughs) Go with it. Um. But it's not necessarily that we're entitled to his grace, but once we accept him as our Lord and Savior, then he gives that to us. Yes. Um, But that, you know, and there we have, and we talked about this with the older brother where we've both been in a situation where I don't do this. I don't do that. At least I'm not doing those things. Right. Um, And so taking that self-check and and like we talked about those two minutes in the middle of the day. I got two days. I made it two days. And um, those two minutes would be a great time to do some self-reflection and just kind of ask and and ask, pray that direct prayer. How am I doing, God? Mm-hmm. You know. That's such a good idea. I even had my, like, my dad even texted me, like, at lunchtime for a couple of days to remind me, like, don't forget your two minutes of silence. Have you done it yet? And I would like look at it and I'd be like, I'll get to it later. Yeah. But you're right. It really does. It really does set you up so much better when you can take that time to reflect and think about yourself. Um, Cause there, it's so easy to make excuses not to. Yeah. And you know what? Two minutes really, really isn't that long when you really sit and, really not. and start to, to pray and, and focus. It passes quickly. So just doing it should be it should be simple, right? It should be. You would think. Sit down on a chair and, and shut up and do it, right? Right. <laughs> We're gonna try. I'm doing it tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> doing it tomorrow. I need to like set an alarm for myself, and like mm-hmm. if I hit no, I need the alarm to be labeled something to make me feel bad if I don't do it. <laughs> Well, you don't want to do that because then you'll feel guilty. This is yeah, true. Really, this, this is about self-care and um, follow it, you know. Not. Oh, yeah. Practice what I preach. I need to like get back on track. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, I wrote a note here. Um, you know, when we're, when we're doing the... Um, pride and we're trying to avoid being prideful we have to be deliberate in that we have to deliberately make choices to break that pride so you know Mm -hmm. if we feel ourselves starting to fall down into those you know not praying and we we have to be deliberate and say lord forgive us like stephanie i've mentioned before we've done it we've started doing things and they're like okay why didn't we pray first we we need to backtrack and and start this off with prayer rather than just thinking we can do it on our own so um we have to be deliberate about that just like we have to be deliberate about our 
our uh, mental health as well. We can't just, mm-hmm. it just doesn't mm-hmm. happen um, all by itself, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and no, and God even addresses it in the Bible. You know, cast your cares upon the Lord for, you know, he cares about you. Um, I'm not sure what exact, what verse that is exactly. I'm horrible at finding the verse addresses. Like I can tell you about the verse, but where to find it, that's not a forte. But I do want your heart. Cast, That's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> cast all your anxieties on him for he cares for you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not um, sure which. First Peter 5 7. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love Google. But I mean, <laughs> I don't think it would be in the Bible if Jesus, if God didn't care about us and yeah. our mental health. Mm-hmm. And yeah. knowing that it was going to be a struggle put those verses in there to say, Hey, I'm here, you know, um, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, you know, he deliberately says, and I think that is to, and that is for our mental health, for our self-care. Um, I think when we tap in to Jesus then that gives us that full cup to where then we can, we we can then give to others. Um, cause Rio, like you mentioned at the beginning, you can't, you can't give from an empty cup. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I love too, about just the way that you read about Jesus's life and how he helped people. He didn't, you know, someone didn't come with a problem or I'm dealing with this. And he just said like, you know, shove it down and pretend like it's not happening or move away from it. Like he sat in it with people. He was, you know, vulnerable and, you know, mm-hmm. engaged with the suffering, didn't just ignore it. And, you know, he helped a lot of people, but it, you know, part of it was that empathy piece. And I think that's so important for us as humans to recognize it's okay to, you know, honor and recognize those feelings and sit in them for a minute, because if you just shove them away, then you can't give them over to God. Like you have to honor and recognize, like, I'm not okay. I'm feeling anxious. And Uh here in the Bible, it says, be anxious for nothing through prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And so like, I have to, you know, recognize this is where I am and then do the next step. And I think that's such an important part of mental health too. Right. Completely agree. I think I probably say this on every episode, but the best thing of all is that we don't have to do it by ourselves. We, we have, we have God with us and we carry Jesus with us and the Holy spirit. We've, we've got all three right there with us all the time. So um, we don't have to do it alone. We just have to be brave enough. I, I'm going to use the word brave. We have to be brave enough to, to give it to God and, and let him take care of it for us. If, you know, that's what he has offered to do, promised to do. Um, I think when you and when you think about what you've both just said being honest about what you're feeling and thinking and then turning that over to god um those are two key very important um steps because if i'm not honest and i'm trying to turn i'm like okay god i feel really good about this here you go he i mean he knows (laughs) no need to pretend I think that is such a great point too, Stephanie, because that's literally the solution for pride of what you guys have been talking about for the last few weeks is, you know, 
being truthful instead of, you know, rebellious and independent. Like I can do this on my own. I don't need you. It's recognizing like, this is not like, I'm not okay. Here's where I am. And now I'm going to hand it over because I am humble enough to know I can't do this by myself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The funny thing you were talking about, you know, being honest, (laughs) have you guys ever, um, started praying something and then you're like oh I'm sorry that's not really what I meant what I meant was and and then you change it and you and then I'm like all right well God really knows that I did mean it that way I'm just trying to make it sound better when I pray but he knows he knows mm-hmm. my heart <laughs> yep yeah I, I definitely have- yes for sure especially when I'm like trying to for people I care about and like maybe I think they should be doing things a certain way and they're not and so then I'm like you know please help guide them in the right direction well no give them I don't know you know what I mean like I just (laughs) in my head feel like I'm having a conversation sometimes of like obviously whatever you think is the right thing and so then I'm like this is this is why I like that book telling me what to pray instead of me in my head like backtracking when it doesn't matter anyway yes Yes. And sometimes it just comes down to, you know, I mean, we all have people in our lives, you know, and none of us are perfect. And so, you know, there's, there's something about a certain person in my life that maybe I'm not okay with instead of saying, God, okay, will you please fix this about this person? Um, Sometimes just say, I don't know exactly what to say. This is what's happening. This is how it hurts me. And I'm giving it to you. Um, you know, and cause I've gone for years going, please change this person. Please, they need this. They need this message. They need this song. They need this verse. Um, talk about pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm finally getting to the point where I can say, okay, you know what, God, please just help this person be the person you want them to be. Help right. them to turn to you and look to you for guidance because Oh, again, I'm, I'm horrible about the addresses, but you know, why come try and go get the, what is it? The splinter out of your neighbor's eye when you have a plank in your own eye. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm learning, I'm learning. I'm a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that Stephanie, because I think I literally, my um, book yesterday or my reading yesterday had to do with that exact verse. And so I can't find it now, but like, but it's like, you get called out right in the right time. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. too, for me, like I go in the exact opposite direction. And I think, I know this book has taught me that part of it is how I, you know, have grown up and part of my anxiety, but like, I am almost like, you know, I'm having this conflict, change me, make me so that I can, you know, handle this or like make me not be anxious. And it's like, no, I don't need to change because God made me the way I am. And that person doesn't need to change because God made them the way they are. And, you know, there's gotta be a way through this and it's not always through changing who we are. Um, but yeah, I go on the exact opposite end of the spectrum where I'm like, it's more like the insecure or like humility to the extreme. And that's not healthy either. Right. I, I, wow. It's, it's crazy that you mentioned that because, um, growing up, I always, there was a lot of, of unworthy feelings, um, feeling inadequate. 
And I can remember numerous times, numerous prayers, um, too many to count, where I was literally begging God to give me a personality transplant. Change me. Fix me. That was my prayer. Fix me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, sadly, it's taken me a lot of years. <laughs> I won't mention how many. But I'm finally starting to realize I don't need to be fixed. I just need to work on some of my defense mechanisms. I need to work on the way I react or respond to certain things. Those things can be fixed and changed with the Holy Spirit's help. But like you said, Rio, God made me who I am. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm an emotional person and that's just who I am. And sometimes I get a little loud. You know? <laughs> I told her that um, she's who she is and I'm who I am. And that's why we work so well in our ministry, because where I lack, she has the strengths and vice versa. So we, we complete each other in the, <laughs> in the terms of our ministry, because, um, you know, she's very uh, outgoing, whereas I am not. So <laughs> it's a good balance balance that word just keeps happening (laughs) right but she's very organized where I'm less so (laughs) and that's such a great like highlight of why we all need each other the way that Uh we do and you know we we aren't complete by ourselves and that's where that pride piece like if you feel like you are you're gonna find out really fast that you're not and if you don't then you've got a long road of I'm learning a lot of things, but it's, it's so important. And that's like you said earlier, Shelly, like, you know, we need each other. Hmm. Well, and, and it's, we have to be humble and accept that, you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're not perfect. And even together, we're not perfect, but we're, we're stronger together than we are apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just feel like, you know, and I tell her this all the time. Anytime she gets into that mood, I'm like, God made you who you are. So stop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Can I read that? Um, I feel like we touched on almost all three of the things from before we started with my church's like verse of the year. Is it okay if I sure. share that? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Please do. So, so at my church, we kind of started the year with Micah 6, 8, which is, um, he has shown you, or O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? Act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And so um, I think we kind of touched on all three of those a little bit that, you know, to act justly in the extreme is to be prideful because you think that you're above others and that you, you know, what you're doing is the way. And then if you're too far on the love mercy, um, it's that people pleasing that like, I want to make sure everybody gets along and likes me, even if I'm uncomfortable um, or I feel like there's something wrong with me. And then that humility piece is if you're way too humble, then again, like you feel like there's something wrong with you um, because it's gone too far. And so it's such a balance of those three. Um, And I know like I definitely am better at one than the other and, you know, kind of just thinking through how can I have a balance of all those because that's kind of you know a really nice summary of what's expected of us yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know yes. one thing that we 
we should not ever do. And I think we all, we all do it on some level, even if we don't admit it, but comparing ourselves to others, um, oh, wow. that's a, that's a terrible prideful thing also. Um, if it's good or bad, if you, if you're looking at your own life and you're saying, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like that. Or if you look at somebody else's life and think, I, I wish, why, why can't I be more like that? So comparing yourself to others is um, a real, real bad thing. And Rio, I know (laughs) on the mental health side that you've, you've mentioned that too, that Mm -hmm. It's a bit dar- very dangerous trap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And it like, we all are so guilty of it at one point or another. And like, whether it's on one end of the spectrum or the other, where it's like, I'm doing all these things. Why, why isn't everybody else picking up yes. the slack here? Or, you know, I'll never be <laughs> as good as this person at doing right. this thing. And it all comes back to, you know, I am exactly who I am supposed to be. Right. And I fit into this puzzle, um, what can I offer, but at the same time, not take away from another person or, you know, get into those mm-hmm. comparisons. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very And difficult. it is the theft of joy. Comparison is the theft of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're all in education and I think it's easy to look at other teachers and think, oh, wow, they're so good why, you know, why can't I be like that, or (laughs) guilty, (laughs) guilty, look look how, look how great they are with working in their, with their kids, or look Mm -hmm. at those lessons they're doing, why can't I, and, you know, it's not worth it, (laughs) yeah, it just tears us, tears us apart, and tears us down, Mm -hmm. if we start doing that, so, yeah, and I think comparison is, like, the gateway to that resentment, yeah, it, it's not mm-hmm. even sometimes you don't even realize that you're doing mm-hmm. that but you know yeah. it's I'm comparing myself to this other person who has my same job title and yes. now all of a sudden I'm mad at them all the time and we haven't even started talking yet I just showed up <laughs> at work and now I'm mad at you for no reason <laughs> so it, that's it I think that should be part of the self-reflection too of like where right. am I finding like where's this unwarranted anger in my life and what's the actual reason behind it yeah that's good mm-hmm. good stuff that is really good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I feel like we really covered a lot of deep and fantastic information this evening. When you said a mashup of mental health and pride, you were not kidding. We got to cover all the bases. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. It's it's wow. Yeah. We sure did. Yeah. Um the and I don't know, okay, forgive me, and I don't know why this verse just has seemed to speak to me tonight as we're talking. Um, Philippians 4.8, um, it's, we've heard it a lot, but finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable or admirable, depending on how you like to pronounce it. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I think if we do our best to orient our minds toward the things of God, you know, that's just going to do wonders for our mental health as well. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. I think that would be a fantastic scripture to close on. Do you guys have anything to add? I agree. Great, great closing. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Rio. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Yes. Love to talk oh my gosh, you ladies are just so life-giving and I'm so, so thankful to have you in my life. And I'm so glad that anyone who's watching gets to have you in their life, whether it's on video or on a podcast. Oh, thank you. That's kind, but we're not, oh, we are grateful. My head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get prideful. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, not. It's, it's God. It's all God. He does this, not us. <laughs> we're grateful for you as well, Rio. We are so glad that we have been able to get to know you to work with you, to talk with you on the show and, and just become your friend. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye.